And now, Kyle and Steven present another episode of the Go F*** Yourself podcast. Um, it's Fix. Really? Well, that's embarrassing. The Go Fix Yourself podcast. to the Go Fix Yourself podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Stephen, and this, sitting across from me, as always, is the wonderfully talented golf player who should be a pro golf player on the PGA Tour, but not only that, he should be headlining big stadiums, playing his guitar, and rocking out is none other than Kyle Redding. What's going on, everybody? If only God gave me more talent, I would be up there. <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, we are excited today because we have none other than one of the best Alaskan photographers here joining us today. Yeah, we have none other than the famous Joshua Veldstra, the wedding photographer guru who has actually done both of our weddings. Yeah. We both had to have the guy. Yeah. Well, I... I I think we've always, even before we really knew him, we had always followed him on social media. And when it came time to have you do your wedding, you were like, please do it. Because like he is high like, in demand. He's very high in demand, but he's got that look, man. He's got it's a little bit moody, but it's also like happy. And it just fit the vibe for both of our weddings to a T. And so we're very excited to have them. Now, a lot of the stuff that we talk about in this episode, there are some like photography talk and um, like editing photos. And to some people that might not be um, 100% like what they're looking for, but some people it might be. But stick with us until the end because Josh really just, you know, starts coming in hot with the advice and all that stuff. Um, But hey, without further ado, let's get to the interview. Well, listener, we have a special guest here tonight. He was voted the best photographer in Alaska multiple years in running. He was Kyle's wedding photographer. He was my wedding photographer. It is none other than Joshua Veldstro. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Welcome, Thank welcome, you guys. dude. Thank you. Good to be here. Thank you for being here, man. Thanks it, for having me. It's really exciting to have you here, and I want to get into the nitty Gritty, baby. <laughs> what okay. better things could we be doing on an extremely rainy night in Anchorage? Yeah. It's like feels, every night. I was right going to say, it's rained for about a month and a half straight. Yes, mm-hmm. it has. How is that? A, I mean, we're going to get into your story here in a second. Okay. But has that affected business in a way with weddings and all that kind of stuff? Not weddings, no, um, because people are going to get it's married. It's a contract, yeah. Whether it's yeah. raining or not. <laughs> yeah. And you got to deal with um, the rain. Yeah. So, but for other shoots, <clears throat> people do tend to cancel or postpone, but honestly, I think I've only had one person uh, postpone their family pictures this year. Sure. Which is really surprising because it's been raining nonstop. Everybody loves the moody vibe anyway of like yeah. the yeah. rainy yeah. Pacific Northwest. Yeah. It's the hair and makeup that people are concerned about. Oh, I'm with. sure. <laughs> yeah. So give us kind of just a rundown of where you're from. Okay. Um, Maybe when you start picking up a camera, okay. getting into that whole vibe. Yeah, yeah. So um, I was born and raised in Homer. And I, um, after high school, I traveled to um, Europe for a while in the Middle East. Oh. Um, I did a school of international studies in Switzerland. And then that took me to Egypt and Le- Lebanon and Cyprus. And so I Jeez. spent, I, yeah, it was pretty cool. And that I've was been everywhere, <laughs> man. Uh, and that was like around, that was like 2002. So it was like, I was in the Middle East after 9 11. Yeah. It was tricky oh, being wow. over there. Um, we actually had to evacuate um, uh, Lebanon when we were there just because it was not safe for us any longer. I bet. That aside, that's when I got my first camera. 
I'm, I'm going to age myself here, but it was like a Olympus point and shoot 3.2 megapixel. Like the, like the digital <laughs> zoom. Yeah. Something like that. Yes. I think, I think my family had the same one silver. Yeah. Right. And yeah. It was, yeah. And it was like, right. When digital cameras were like being released to the public. Yeah. Um, so I got that for my 18th birthday while I was over there. And then I just started taking pictures of people, especially in Egypt. It was an incredible place. And I just went down the street and asked people if I could take their pictures. Oh, street um, photography from the start. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I was, was saying that was a little ballsy. I yeah. know. I still don't want to do that. Right. Well, most of the time when you're over there and you're white, people are interested in you anyway. Right. Uh, and so they yeah. wanted to like practice their like English. Okay. On me. Oh, that's kind of a cool. In. Yeah, it was really fun. And a lot of times people get like weirded out. Like, is it safe over there? Like, honestly, the people are so nice. Yeah. Yeah. And so they're like, hey, do you want to come down this back alley with me and have tea? I'm like, sure, let's go. Can I, t- can I also take your picture by the Nile River? Jeez. Yeah. 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 I mean, I guess it's a different vibe over there. You've got a, you, yeah. you know what? You've got that, like, nice, I can trust you yeah. vibe. Like, right. yeah. Right. So then I just, I just loved it from there. I came back um, to Alaska, and then I worked a like nine to five job in the high schools working with kids um, that had developmental disabilities. And through that, I started taking pictures of like sports games at the, at the high school and like um, with the same camera, with the same camera. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yes. (laughs) And I eventually upgraded my camera to like a rebel that, the first rebel, the first rebel yeah. one. Okay, not even like a T two I or T five I. Nope, the yeah. first one. Pre T, pre T. It was the pre T stage. Yeah. And so, I got in with like the senior crowd that way, and their parents, and then I started doing senior pictures from there. And then people like my friends started getting married, and I was doing their photos at their weddings, um, and then it kind of went up from there. Did you have another career in mind before kind of photography took over? Did you kind of go down a path and like, you know what, screw it, the camera's where I, where I need to be? Well, working with the kids in the school, I really I wanted to be a coach, like a basketball coach. Sure. Oh, cool. Because basketball is one of my other passions, and I did coach for a while. I coached um, uh, girls JV basketball. Nice. Which was super fun. But I honestly was not really career minded in that time of my life at all. Sure. Um, And then I just started getting more and more photography jobs. And then I was like, well, I'm making more money doing this than I am at my job. And I'm turning away photography clients to be at my job. So let's just quit that. Nice. What was that jump like? Pretty uh, pretty Uh, nerve wracking? It was nerve wracking. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Um, but I was at a place in my life where I didn't have like a lot of expenses. I didn't have any debt or anything from college. So I was like, well, now it's time to do it. Back then rent was cheap. So, you know, I could do two photo shoots a week and make rent anyway. So um, a lot more than my nine to five job. How sure. fast would you say like you started like from starting it to making that jump? What how long was that? I would probably say like two years. Okay. Oh, yeah. that's very quick. Yeah. yeah. It's like very similar to my story too, because yeah. it's like I started video for like two years, but then I started doing YouTube and then I made that jump and right. very scary, but it yeah. was like, it was like a perfect time. I didn't yeah. have a family. I didn't right. have, you know, I just had a little bit of rent and that was about it. Yeah. Um. So let's talk about how you got better because <laughs> so for example, I saw a post that you posted on social media and it was like, my first wedding where it was uh-huh. like an outdoor sh- shot. Uh-huh. I remember this because I think about it when I see my pictures, like, you know, from before and now, uh-huh. um, like it was a before shot, like what my first wedding was and what my last wedding was. Right. Um, let's talk about like that process. What did you do to get there? Were you just devouring books, courses, just trial and error? What happened was I was like plateauing in my photography. Like I didn't know how to get better, but I would see other photographers work. I'm like, how can I get to that spot? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So I chose one of these photographers and I emailed him every day and I said, I want to learn from you. What can I do? What does this mean by every day? Like, were you like spamming him? Yeah. I was like, like yeah, I was like, I need, ding, like, I loved ding. his work so much. And I was that Josh guy. Again. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I bugged him until he's like, okay, fine. And he lived in Portland at the time. And so I 
was like, okay, let's go. He's like, I'll take you for three months and I'll oh. teach oh, wow. you my ways. What a nice guy. I know. It was quite nice. I also paid him. So sure. <laughs> that would make sense. <laughs> right. So did he sit, That was like your school. Yeah. Did he, he, he would probably take you on shoots. I would yeah. imagine. And yeah. then would he sit down and show you his editing yes. process and yes. all of that stuff. Uh-huh. So like, a, Oh, that's very, yeah. Like nice. a quick, a quick school. Yes. Essentially. Very quick. And the biggest thing that I learned, I don't know if we want to go into like details about that, but my biggest thing was like using lenses mm-hmm. for one. I was just using a zoom lens this whole time. Right. And I didn't realize that they're like the usage of a prime lens changed my life. Yeah. Yeah. Completely changed my life. And also I didn't know about shooting in raw either. Okay. Yeah. So that changed my editing as well. And then like that, those three months is when I made like my biggest leap in getting better. My thing with photography, especially if you're learning from somebody is how did you kind of carve out your own style? Because it's like, if you're, (laughs) if you're having this guy, like, you know, walk you through, it'd be very hard in my head being like, my stuff's going to look exactly like his because that's what I learned from. Yeah. You can definitely see like our first videos and it's like who we wanted to be or what (laughs) Uh we were going for. Yeah. Like, so how did you find your style? Um, well my, like I wanted my style to be exactly like his, right? right? Like I loved his work. I was like, I want my pictures to look exactly like his. So for a while, and I feel like I still do this though. Mm -hmm. I like find a new ish style every like couple years. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And that also has to do with like what is trending sure. yeah. as well. Um, and there's some trends that I can't get on board with and there's some that are. And it's just kind of, I have to kind of keep up with the industry mm-hmm. and see yeah. what people are loving and liking and what's getting put on display. But finding my own style, like it just takes just so much time on in Lightroom and Photoshop, like figuring out your color. Like what like, yeah. that's the biggest thing. Like what do my colors want to look like? Right. Do they want to be dark and moody? Do they want to be light and airy? And then, you know, just trial and error. Yeah. Yeah. And again, a lot of people that are listening to this probably have never delved into this world super mm. deep. But I mean, it's just like anything. There are well, thousands. Buckle up, yeah, there everybody. Are thousands <laughs> of hours of tutorials just yeah. in Lightroom alone, which oh, is yeah. like essentially for those that aren't aware, is just a, a photo editing software, essentially a, yep. a premium uh, software, right. and you can go into such great depths that you would you'd you'd kill yourself if you had to learn it all in oh, a, yeah. a period of time. I mean, it's crazy. With with Photoshop, like I barely touch the surface of Photoshop. Yeah. Like that program is so yeah. deep and you can do so much crazy stuff and I barely use like two percent of it probably. I think that's with every program for like creatives. Yeah. We're like yeah. we like, just use it to like for what we yeah, need. Tip of the iceberg, you know, I'm not gonna yeah. go super yeah. deep. Just enough right. to make money. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. That's the thing with everything. <laughs> what was that like? Because both of us have struggled probably at some time or another with like pricing and stuff like that, or like Ooh. charging people for your work. Asking the real well, questions. No, because I mean it as you start respecting your own work, you start charging the prices you think you deserve. Yeah. And a lot of times Absolutely. I've struggled with that. Yeah. Personally. Right. I can't, I don't have that, that uh, go getter vibe where I'm like, this is how much I'm uh, worth. Right. Like, and that's, that's hurt right. me in the I, long run. I, I still, I see Kyle's work and I'm like, bro, you charged how much? I was like, yeah. you could be charging. I paid like, them to do it. For the- <laughs> I, I gave them 20 bucks. because I just, like, just wanted the You work. went the wrong way. <laughs> they yeah. pay you. Yeah. 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 Uh, it- that's one of the trickiest things uh, ever because you need to know your worth, right? Right, right. Yeah. And as a person who's not completely full of themselves, it's hard to say I am worth exactly. this much money. It's tough. It's, it's really tough. exposing yourself. Right. Like, and I've used that word before incorrectly <laughs> on the podcast. But like you're putting yourself out there saying, like, I demand this much money. Yeah. Right. And it it almost puts like a precedent like, well, it better be worth that much money at the end of the day. <laughs> right. And it's just right. it's a weird thing for me that it's I haven't very tricky. I haven't but quite I would imagine you have a confidence because you've oh, done yeah. so sure. many right now. Yeah, yeah. And so that's a question I've had is like, so on a given, let's say wedding season, let's not uh-huh. even like, let's just do like the summer because it, you did a, you did a shoot, shot a wedding today. 
Right? Yeah. yeah. And so, and then you got one tomorrow. Uh-huh. I mean, you got so much. You're so busy. How many like weddings do you, on average, a wedding season? I mean, how many were like? Um, last year I did fifty two. Fifty two. So like yeah. one a week almost. Four a year. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Yes. But they're all squeezed in generally. Yeah. In right. I have the outliers in like, um, you know, December, January, February, like one or two. Okay. Yeah, because um, ours was in February. Yeah. Which yeah, that was a weird one, huh? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Weird. It's it gets married in February. Almost yeah. didn't take that one. I was talking. To, <laughs> I was talking to someone today about who was at our wedding, and uh, she's like, "I'm never gonna forget it. it was Tuesday on a February. How can yeah. you forget that? I, I got I'm fired like, from my job to come to your wedding. You know, <laughs> during the day. You weren't the only one. Yeah. Was a bunch of people. <laughs> worth, um, worth it. So 52 weddings. How do you stay afloat? I mean, how do you not let because coming from a creative standpoint i'm like well, i have busy seasons and uh-huh. i have slow seasons right, right. Yeah. my busy seasons um i'm starting to understand like how i deal with anxiety and stress uh-huh. and how my brain can react to those things um but sometimes i just like i'm like ah, 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 mm, you know it, yeah, yeah. i mean i'm sure you've been there I mean, we've all been there but like how do you kind of manage it and <laughs> i don't can you <laughs> do you have help you know it's like um, uh or you just that's why they serve alcohol at weddings. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say that's very helpful yeah. for me. So it's just like <laughs> the dance basically. floor is where I just let it all out. <laughs> yeah, libations. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it helps that I'm an extrovert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So being around a lot of people gives me that energy. Cool. So like going into a wedding, um, I get hyped up. Yeah. Because I know I'm gonna be around a lot of people and I'm gonna meet new people. I'm gonna have a blast. Um, which you are like. I even remember I have a an actual like picture in my head. I remember you being on the dance floor. Oh yeah, and just like you know, being like not just being a person like a standing figure taking pictures. You were part of the dance, and that's what right. we won, and that's why we yeah. picked you. Right, those pictures were really shaky. Yeah, but I mean, they were not. <laughs> they were perfect. That's all we needed. No, they were uh, great. Okay, so you get energy from people. Yeah, yeah, and I think. Just knowing that it's gonna like I'm gonna have a whole winter where I can relax, yeah, because I've made what I needed to make in the summer, like kind of gives me a goal, yeah. Like, I need to, I want to make this much before like winter, you sure. know, and I just go for that goal. Um, and there's times where it gets overwhelming, and I almost feel bad for the, the couples who have uh late september october weddings because my patience is wearing thin. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it's never with like the couple it's usually with family members like my patience is just shot from the oh from the entire sure. oh my oh summer yeah I, I love my parents i they listen to this podcast i love you guys but there was a moment when it was like okay parents back parents back Parents back and like they're still taking pictures of me and Alicia. And yeah. I just like oh, I just looked sweetie, at you and I'm you just look like so cute. I'm sorry, Joshua. I'm sorry. Yeah, because you were you were one of the. I mean, at even my wedding, you you kind of laid it out. You're like, I don't want to see cameras by other people. You know, during there's yeah. there's pivotal right. moments in right. the wedding where your whole job at is that to wedding is that to moment. make those couple moments yeah. Yeah. special. Right. And I hate to say it, but a lot of other people think that they're supposed to make that special. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, you know, and, and God for, you know, they don't know some, I mean, yeah. some of them yeah. do know, yeah. right. but it's like, they just want to try to, you know, commemorate yeah. the, the moment too. Right. But I was trying to tell everybody that I knew, I was like, if Josh sees a camera, <laughs> I swear to God, he's, he's probably going to hit somebody. <laughs> <laughs> and I get it. Like yeah. I've been trying to like, let go of that a little bit if sure. I can because it like it used to make me like upset like just relax and like put your phone down and yeah, enjoy, enjoy the, the moment. moment yeah and a lot of people yeah. like sit there and they re- like they record the entire thing oh, oh yeah. yeah and you're oh, like yeah. are you really gonna go home and watch that no you're not gonna send it to the bride and groom because they hired a videographer yeah they don't want to see <laughs> your phone yeah. you're just gonna go home and delete it so was it worth it yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. and it does feel very kind of selfish in right. a sense, because right. it, it, you're like you're saying, that's why they hired you, right. and right. that's why they hired a videographer. That you know all these things. So it's kind of just for you to either put on your social media or whatever yeah. it might be. So right. maybe you know don't. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, don't. yeah, I don't know. Save it for the dancing after. You yeah, know? that's what yeah. the stuff. Yes, that, that's right. the, what people want to really see. Right. Like you're saying, you really do grind hard during the the wedding season, summer, yeah. 
fall, all that stuff. And then the winter, you live in Homer, which, uh-huh. what, four, four and a half hour drive yeah. from Anchorage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you're a family man. Uh-huh. Uh, so what does winter look like then? Is that traveling with the family? Is that chilling in Homer, just taking it yes. easy? What's Both a- of those things. So we, we try to get out during the winter as much as we can. Sure. Um, and once in a while we have, well, usually it's almost once a year. During the winter, we have a, a wedding in Hawaii. Oh, right, right. Which yep. is the worst, I know. <laughs> um, so we get out. Then we go to Oregon a bunch as well. So we try to get out as much as we can. And then we just chill at home. Yeah, I was going to say. it's so nice. I just was in Homer two weeks ago and uh, just there for basically one night, full uh-huh. day and full day. And I was like, this is like a really cool town to kind of, I feel like, be stuck in a winter at least yeah. for a little bit, right. maybe not yeah. nine months, yeah, but like, yeah. you know, it's yeah. one of those towns where it's give, like, give the people like who don't know who aren't from Alaska mm-hmm. or haven't been to Alaska, like why Homer? Because like Kyle said, it's four, four and a half uh, hours from Anchorage. Uh, why? Why do you live there? I think for me, it's really peaceful there. Oh, for uh, sure. I can totally see that. Very peaceful. It's quiet. Very quiet. Like there's days where I feel like I'm retired there. Yeah. You know, uh, like I don't have anything to do. I'm like, do you want to go for a walk on the beach? Exactly. On Tuesday at uh, 1 p.m.? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Let's go do that. grab a coffee. And yes, yeah. it's very cold uh, in the winter as well. Yeah. But I don't know. I would just say peaceful. And I I need to see the mountains and ocean every day. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Um, For me, that's what it is. And there, I mean, it just depends on your personality. If you're someone that needs to like go out every night, that's not the place for you. Yeah. yeah. And if you kind of get island fever, like of like being stuck in right. a place, and I, like yeah, it's... and I don't feel stuck. I f- I feel like when I'm next to the ocean, I feel more free than sure. stuck. Mm. So, but some people, it's opposite, and they're like, I cannot stand Homer. It's a terrible place. I'm like, we live different lives. Like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> because I mean, it's like this beautiful drive into Homer is kind of you're coming down a hill. There's you know kind of houses on the hill. And then there's kind of a downtown area and then the spit that goes yeah. out. And yeah. there's like a long, long stretch of road. Yep. And there's shops on there. Mm-hmm. There's all sorts of food places. There's even, you know, some hotels and stuff. And yeah. it's just like this huge beach you can walk and the mountains yeah. are right there. It's, it's it's amazing. If you aren't Alaskan, then that is like a magical, magical yes. place. Yeah. But we kind of take it for granted sometimes yeah. if we've seen it a million times. I always tell Alicia when we're there, because we were just there a few months ago. And it's like, if I ever write a book, it'd be on the beach right there. (laughs) Dude, Homer would be like, Homer would be the place that I would want to write a book because I have a vision of like me when I'm older, I'm writing this like, I don't know, fantasy novel. I don't know. I'm just picking things out of the sky now. But like, it's like cold outside and maybe like little like fall. And then like I put the fireplace on and I go outside and I can see the ocean and I got the mountains behind me. I was like, it it is just a magical place. And I'm like, Alicia, if I ever get to that point where I have enough time to just like chill and write a book (laughs) and I don't know what that book's going to be like, I'm going to Homer. We're going going to Homer. We're going to Homer. I like it. I like it. So what else do you do? Uh, Because I mean, having a camera in your hands all mm-hmm. the time, taking pictures, everybody's always probably like, Hey, can you take some pictures for, of my family? Oh God, and blah, I blah, bet blah. you get that like, all the time. Oh, I can. I, that's literally how we met is we were, <laughs> I hate to say we were going to Homer. And my wife's yeah. like, we should find a photographer to like do family pictures. Uh-huh. And, and your name came up. And so we went up on the, the, the hill. Oh, and I remember those pictures. Family those were, turned out really pictures. Good. Yeah. With Aiden. And, yeah. um, so, like, what do you do other than camera stuff? Like, I'm sure you need to have some sort of other hobby to kind of <laughs> keep you sane to, like, offset that outlet. Um, I play basketball. Oh, yeah? Okay. But other than that, I have no hobbies. I realized this this last year. I was like, I don't have a lot of hobbies. Really? Because the hobby that I had is now my job. Now your job. Yep. Right. But, uh, yeah, I play basketball. Um, In the mornings. What's the baller community like in Homer? <laughs> You got the baller community. <laughs> yeah, like God, what's you, it, made, what's it, look you like made it sound so cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, sounds I'm so cool. Not, like, what's that, that you rep? You know, you're like, gonna have <laughs> NBA players like <laughs> listening to this podcast, being like, "We gotta go to homework yeah. now." No, it's not. Um, a lot of horse. I wouldn't, horse, say, it's, I wouldn't say it's. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's like super horse. high competition. Sure. Um, but I get my exercise in, that's good. and I get to shoot the ball. Yeah. So that's what I want to do. Where do you guys meet up at to play? At, at the high school in the mornings at okay. six a.m. Ooh, okay, yeah. Oh my gosh, early cardio. I know it's lovely. Oh yeah. wow, are you? So you're an early morning guy? 
No, I don't like to be, no. But <laughs> gotcha. Yes, I want to stay up till 6 a.m. <laughs> if I want to play basketball, that's when I go. And then I go to our gym um, after that, and I either play racquetball, run, lift weights, or swim mm. there after basketball. What's a, like, typical day for you kind of, like, look like overall? I mean, imagine the editing you probably have a very streamlined, I imagine, for what you're trying to do, but yeah. does that take you a bit? Do you have to carve out time during your day yes. to do a lot of that? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to schedule around because when we're booking shoots, it's like, when are you going to be in Homer? We're going to be on in Homer this day at this time. Can you do a yeah. shoot then? And we just kind of have to say, okay, great. That's when we're going to do it then. Yeah. Um, and then the rest of the day, I edit or I have four or five shoots that day and I don't get to edit. Um, but there's not like a set schedule just because... The bookings are from people mostly out of town mm-hmm. yeah. um, that are coming to Homer on vacation um, from out of state or from up here, and they're there for a specific time, and that's when the shoot needs to happen. Yeah, sure. So I can't really schedule things out. Like They say when you have your own job, you can make your own schedule, but it's not like You're that. still at the mercy of people. Because even after my wedding, we were like, okay, we won't see pictures for a while, and that's uh-huh. okay. You expect that. But then you send pictures... Literally, like, the next night. Yeah, I did. Yeah, because I was like, holy crap. And it was, like, 80 pictures. And I was like, right. so you, you, you must have gotten, like, this process, this efficient efficiency down that you're just, like, you you know the shots. Uh-huh. It's fresh in your mind. And you right. can go straight to them. And then you just have this editing process. Right. And also yours was in... Um, February. Yeah. <laughs> so, As we yeah. stated I, before. Before it got heavy. <laughs> not, <Yeah. so laughs> not, not the wedding scene. So I didn't have the yeah. wedding the next still, day. still, like, even, like, driving and then, you yeah. know, I'm like, you know, after driving or whatever, I'm like, okay, I can at least wait till tomorrow to start editing or something. Right. But you got you got busy with it right yeah. away. Yeah, yeah, And it's just like, that's probably just what you've done and what you're kind of used to. Right. It's like, oh, I have four hours here. Mm-hmm. I might as well just, like, bust out some edits. Yeah. And... I have realized in the last couple of years getting to know a lot of photographers here is that I have a different way of editing that um, oh, interesting. is completely different than anyone else's. And I didn't know that Okay. until um, I started editing with other photographers. Like, let's have an editing party. And then oh, you guys can you that? shed a little, <laughs> little editing party? Yeah. Can, can you shed a little light? I want I, in. Yeah. I, yeah, I can. I'm sure it'll be really boring for your listeners, but. Uh, Just a quick, uh, you know, a quick. <laughs> It's not born for us. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> if we like it, there's someone <laughs> listening that likes it too. Um, well, I don't. So I open a, up lot of, go and <laughs> a lot of disco. <laughs> just pop a filter on <laughs> Instagram filters yeah. every time. A lot of photographers go through their photos twice. So the first round is calling. So they like pick out all their favorites. Right. Right. Okay. And that takes a while to do. To go yeah. through 4,000 photos and pick out your favorites, mm-hmm. get rid of the rest, and then you go through and edit oh, those favorites, right? My gosh. So I don't do, I skip that first part. And I start from the beginning, and I edit each photo that I like along the way, and then at the end, I'm done. I don't have to look at them again. Easy. Yeah. Well, not easy, but I mean, like, it one pass and you're good. Uh-huh. Uh, is there something, like, you look for in, like, a picture? Like, you, you which ones you like? Is there something like it just like that stands out? Yeah. Like I because when I look at at least when I look at this shot, which you can't really see because of the text, but you took Uh that shot and it was like between curtains Uh and it's like you're framing me and my wife. Right. And like, is that kind of what you look for the framing or is it just the light speaks to you? What what do you kind of try to gravitate towards? I think I try to gravitate towards an an emotional response. Mm hmm. Mm. To a photo. Cool. So, like, if you see it and, you like, it makes you, like, gasp kind of yeah. thing. Like, oh, I love that. Yeah. And there's pictures throughout, like, when there you take 4,000 photos or six or whatever and you give the client 1,000, there's going to be ones that don't spark an emotional response, which is fine. Yeah. But I'm also getting, like, what needs to get, sure, needs the, to happen. The story, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the story. And so that's what, like, trying to do is, like, complete a whole wedding story. But also some in there, like, need to be epic and then some of them need yeah. to, like, create like be um different just like different types of lighting and different like you said like through that frame or whatever and just trying to get that throughout the day while still getting what i need to get yeah well because one thing that you know i've, I've watched you at many weddings right and i've watched you shoot before um 
the one thing that stuck out to me, especially for my wedding, uh, was like you were just so fast. And in one of those shots, like specifically while we were dancing, you were just like boom. But then you would like join the party, and then boom, 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 <laughs> join the party, join the party, join the party, boom, boom, uh-huh. boom, right? And one of those shots, you actually it elicited a, an emotional response from me. And I'll tell you about this moment. Uh, I can't remember if it was the day after. It might have been, um, but it definitely probably wasn't like the big collection. Uh, and it was a shot of me and my new bride, uh-huh. and we are rocking out to My Chemical Romance, Black Parade, uh-huh. and there's lasers above uh-huh. us, and I'm just like singing out my heart, and she is like singing out her heart, <laughs> and it's just like, it is the most, um, we're going to get that, we, I printed it out, Oh nice. we're going to get it framed and put it oh, on our wall, because yeah. it's like, that is a good moment. Mm-hmm. And so like, is there something where, because for me as a videographer, I feel like I over, over, overshoot. Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, and so, yeah. yeah. So you're just like, you're over here for that moment. And you're always, mm-hmm. is your brain just constantly like, what do you think is going to happen next? <laughs> what do you think is going to happen next? Oh, should I be over here? Should I be over there? Is it, or is it just like you've done it so many times? It just comes natural. I think, I think a little bit of both, but most of the time I feel like I know what's going to happen next. Yeah. You've done, <laughs> you've done that. You've done and it And there's always like surprises or things that are happening. And we yeah. probably, honestly miss so much stuff too sure, while we're yeah. getting some other moments some other moments happening over here yeah that, that's like, constant and yeah. and i you know i always come with the second photographer too but we can't get everything every okay. single time um but we try to get as many moments as we can but i think like kind of just knowing what's gonna happen and like every like not every wedding is the same but it has a, the same you know flow to oh, yeah. most weddings so you yeah, just kind of know you got an itinerary yeah you know when the emotional stuff is gonna happen yeah yeah uh is there like a story of a wedding of uh, i was thinking oh, of bridezillas right like, oh yeah. like let's actually you call don't have out to, yeah. let's call out names <laughs> what's their instagram where do they live <laughs> uh do you have any stories that come to mind that you're just like that was a great day and like i got this shot right like the uh-huh. bucket shot um or that was the worst day ever. And of course, you don't need to mention names. Oh, um, <laughs> but if you do, <laughs> just we'll tag I, them. <laughs> I have, I don't usually go home thinking like, oh, that was the worst. I don't think I've, I've had uh, that happen one time actually. And it was a rainy day in mm. Nikiski, Alaska. Okay. At a campground. And these people are not going to listen to this. So, um, <laughs> They paid me my, well, they contracted me for my full eight-hour wedding package. Right. Right? So I'm like, okay, this is going to be awesome. This is going to be great. I was not expecting to come into what I came into, um, which was like they had this old um, RV parked there from like the 70s, and the bride was getting her makeup done in there. Oh, nice. And I walked in, and I almost threw up because there was trash and garbage everywhere. (laughs) <laughs> and you think when you think white uh, dress, you, uh-huh. you think trash, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. And it was really bad. And I was like, "What have we gotten ourselves into?" Oh no! Um, no one knew what they were doing. <laughs> Josh, we got you for eight hours. Can yeah, you start setting there up were, the tables? <laughs> yeah. Right. There was usually usually <laughs> people usually people don't hire me for eight hours if there's only six people at a wedding. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because what are you gonna do the whole time? Yeah. There was only six people at this wedding. Oh my gosh. For eight hours. <laughs> and a second photographer. So I got my girl with me, like, what are we oh doing? No. It was just like pouring down rain, quite oh. an awkward um couple. There was some witchy stuff happening that was interesting. Not that I have anything wrong with that, but um and like a um like a glass ball that they were doing like readings on and stuff oh, okay yeah okay. um getting real weird with it yeah which interesting. was which was very interesting um and then lots of drugs as well okay that's why there's only six people there <laughs> oh, they so invited true. more people but they and knew. they just had like this like little like camping tent that you like bring along to like cover your table with and that was it and i had to stay there for eight hours wow um, they had me make their um, sounds like a fucking blast <sighs> I made their jambalaya soup for their wedding meal because they didn't know how in their RV with all the trash. So you had to cook. You I, had, I did You cook. catered. I yeah. did cater. That is not on your business card, sir. Josh, can card, you plug sir. in your phone? We need some tunes. Um, 
And then at the uh, end of the night, I was like, I need to go ask these people for money. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah. While they're high on drugs. Right. And so I was like, hey, just wondering about that payment. And they're like, oh, we've, we don't know where our checkbook is. Or I was like, well, do you no. want to pay me by credit card? I'm like, oh, we don't have that. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> That's the this worst. This is my worst nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> I have to hold their hand for right in the Worst check. wedding. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not going to get paid, am I? But they eventually paid like a year and a half later. Oh, they, they, wow. Oh, my gosh. A year and a half yeah. with interest? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So that was my worst one. I don't know if I have a best one. I think shooting in Iceland was pretty amazing. Oh, oh yeah. That would sure. be amazing. Um, and the Faroe Islands. They This couple took us to um, Iceland to shoot their wedding. And then yeah, um, always wanted to go. Faroe Islands on their honeymoon for us to go and take pictures of them. It was pretty epic. Oh. If you ever get a chance to go to Faroe Islands, it's like nowhere you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. It's amazing. What, yeah, so where have you shot, like, weddings? Like, Because, I mean, you do do some... Do-do. You do-do. Yeah, I heard myself <laughs> yeah. say it, and I was right. like, if I don't get called out, I'm going to try to keep rolling. Yeah. I'm going to try to keep rolling with this. Oh, you do, uh, do. So what are the ones, like, you, you've been to? What places have you been to um, shooting weddings? Okay, so uh, Iceland... Scotland, New Zealand. Oh man! I think I've three done, winners right there. I've done weddings in those places. As far as every, not every state, a lot yeah. of um, in the U.S., um, California, Oregon, Washington, Washington D.C., Florida. Okay. How does that conversation go? Because is it usually people from Alaska that that fly you to a destination wedding? Usually, yeah. Especially yeah. Hawaii, right? Um and. And it just depends on where it is. Uh-huh. If it's Hawaii, we give a pretty good deal. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah I'm like, I would you, imagine. Can, you can pay my Alaska price and we won't give you any like travel fees. So we get oh. a free vacation and I work nice. for a day and gotcha. yeah. call it good. Places that I don't want to go, they pay for my um, everything. Everything. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Is there anything that kind of comes to mind that you would love to start with photography? Um, or is it just like, you know, what does the future look like? What are some things that you are wanting to try, wanting to do, or just you haven't, you know, had that's a time good, for? That's a good question. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Because <laughs> I do, I mean, I do a lot of like um, stylized-ish, like, I wouldn't call it fashion, but um, yeah. like beauty stuff, yeah. you know, um, which I love doing. It's so much fun. Yeah, I see. I see a lot of those. Yeah, I was gonna say a lot. Uh, I remember one was a, maybe a Halloween one that was oh, yeah. really dark and witchy. Yeah, and I was yes. like, and the girls in it. Yeah, I remember that one too. And I was like, oh, was like, this is a little off. There's like a little from blood, like, little blood. Oh yeah, I love doing. And I was like, stuff. oh, yeah. this is dope. And then I I went straight to the comments just to see like some <laughs> some old people being like, Josh. It's time to repent, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. you I've get... been I've been asked to repent quite a few times, actually. Yeah, but like that's because stuff... of my photography. <laughs> oh, sure, and I mean, I, I just a lot. Of, you're very right. well known in the the photography community, and yeah. most people have seen your work. And some even the the girls I go to the gym with sometimes are like, "Oh, you're friends with Josh Phelps? He was at the wedding that I was at," and you know. All the girls know Josh. I know <laughs> all the girls know yeah. Joshua, and, and they were just like, "He he's." got some of the most beautiful models and i'm like yeah i don't notice never, <laughs> never seen them never, never seen them i more look at the the exposure of the picture and the lighting is i don't know what you're talking about always with the is there lighting. girls in the picture i've never oh yeah I'm just looking at the landscape behind that. yeah yep there's a subject there oh man yeah so is that something that you could see yourself going more down the road is doing more kind of like a fashion or I just I, I don't, don't know if fashion's the right word, but right because there's like no money in it really. Right. Know? Like I have like models who like hire me like, hey, I need I need this for my modeling portfolio. Or there's like businesses here like, hey, I need these product like AK Starfish. I do their stuff. Sure. You know, like I wouldn't call that fashion. But um that's a joke. That's, yeah. yeah, that's the only like money that's in it the other stuff that i do is just for fun and like more of a creative outlet for mm -hmm, me mm -hmm. especially like the darker stuff because that's my vibe and i like those in like 
movies and darker shows and things like that like really inspire me. So like I want to go out and shoot that too. Um, so that's where like the Halloween stuff yeah, and like the say, you just opened an interesting. Door I was going to say let's dive into <laughs> yeah. that really quick because okay. darkness or dark vibes, dark yeah. scary stuff is. Yeah, we love it. We, we do. We do love it. Kyle, like he. Okay, cons- don't make me look no, like just a saying, freaking freak. No, no, no. Over here. <laughs> like, Kyle, well, I, I heard no, no. about your nightmares from the last podcast. I oh to. yeah, yeah. I got a lot. Uh, we we both we both consume darkness, but like Kyle. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Kyle, and he, he know he, not what he say. <laughs> uh, Kyle really, really loves it, and I, uh, you yeah. know, I'm like right there with him. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about like the dark TV yeah, shows what, you're watching, or oh, like what's your what's what gets your jollies off? You know, he <laughs> <laughs> you know not what he's saying. <laughs> um, oh man, that's a good question. I haven't seen a really good um dark one yet, but like, so for me, it's like. I need to watch a show that has really good cinematography. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Amen. Right? Amen. And if it's, like, dark and edgy and there's some blood in it, too, I love that. What sure. One that comes to mind when you say, like, cinematography and, like, one of the ones I've been I've watched that we both loved was um, the uh, Hill House. Oh, yeah. On Netflix, one. Haunting of Hill House. Uh, and that. then also the Blind Manor, which was the second one. And Midnight then he, Mass. Midnight Mass. I haven't seen that one. Oh, that is one you should you definitely need to watch. watch that. Okay. Tonight. Talk about tonight. Talk about tonight. dark. He's got to drive. He's driving home. When you home. get home, yeah, yeah, it will be midnight. No, yeah. it will True. be. Yeah, yeah. True. Uh, it definitely ones. It's all the same guy, uh, and it they're amazing. Cinematography is mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. It's like so. If you liked Hill House, love you'll that. love okay. Midnight Mass. Oh, Midnight. Should watch that. Oh, that was any good. any movies that come to mind that you? Um, what's oh. like your go to? Your favorites? Oh man. Because this is part of the podcast. We love talking about pop culture, too. Ooh, I like that. And what we consume. And so, like, let's start with, like, movies and then okay. see what you're into. What and was then- that um, movie? Um, he did a couple of these. The one was um, Midsummer. He did Midsummer. Okay. Oh, Midsommar. Midsommar. Oh, Ari Aster. Yeah. 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 Hereditary. 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 Yeah. So that one is, like, there's no, like, scary movies happen in the a dark right at yeah, night, but that yeah. one wasn't. It was exactly. all in Midsommar. the day. Yeah. It was all colorful, but it was so yeah. scary. And I think what he does is uses like grief as scary. Yeah, like the opening scenes with like death, like a death of a loved one. Not like but super like, creepy, but like someone's dead and it like hits you hard. But also yeah. like some reason in a kind of a weird way. So I mean, like I don't want to spoil the movie, or I don't want to <laughs> even like go into yeah. detail. But like both those movies, he they he kills off the character in like a interesting way mm-hmm. that you're not used to hearing. And so first off, you're like, "Whoa, that's kind of intense." And then yeah, you're right. He builds on top yeah. of that yeah. slowly, right? Until like right. kind of yeah. like the end where it just kind of burns through. And then he has like moments where people fall to their deaths yeah. from a cliff, yeah. and you're like, and "Some scary moments." Oh, um, let's talk about like you know, kind of like the. Uh, stuff you do consume you know are you a book man are you an audible guy I'm an are audible you guy. podcast guy like what are the things that you really enjoy too like when you're driving for mm-hmm. four I'm, say, you drive all the, the drive time. yeah what are you listening so to what is the so things much. that really just get your jolly socks <laughs> Yeah. That's just what came to mind. God that's, that's damn it, the, Kyle. That's gonna be the name of the podcast. <laughs> Get you, yeah. Josh's Jollies. Oh, oh yes. yeah. no! Please. Name oh it my god. That's the title. Uh, yeah. um, clickbait. Right now, I'm listening to The Witcher. Okay. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah. Which is good. Nice. Um, but I was listening to Wheel of Time. Oh, which is also good. Loved the show. I haven't read the book. The book is the series there's like 15 i've only gotten through three they're so long there's like yeah. 40 hours long um so I, sometimes i need to just like take a break from them yeah and then so in between those i was i listened to the um terminal list series i just watched yeah. that i just watched it too actually. yeah the books are really good they're like really really fast-paced super and that's what i need to do when i'm driving like in yeah. the middle you of the stay night awake. Boom, 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 yeah. yeah the yeah. the fantasy ones are a little bit harder to stay awake in when I'm driving for yeah. sure at 3 a.m. So <laughs> I need that like fast paced like war stories type stuff to help. Okay. That's good to know. Uh, but The Witcher is really good. Really good. And the show is great. Yeah, the show is great. I had never read, I played the video game. Oh, okay. Uh, video games. 
uh, but I've never read the books. And so, but the TV show, I was like, hell yeah, Let's get I'm in. Let's I'm get in. It. So, like, I, I noticed there's a lot of fantasy kind of themed stuff in there. And like you were talking, you've, you've done photo shoots with a lot of girls that like are kind of spooky kind of stuff. Like, is there a big like witch spooky. community in Homer? Like, a big like spooky chicks? Like, yeah. is there some seances going down on the beach like during Halloween? You just have to stumble. You're like, actually, like, can I take a picture of this? I think so. I feel yeah. like that would be a so. perfect place yeah. for it because it's very like closed community, like small. Yeah. No, there is definitely a community like that. And there was a wedding I did, um, which I absolutely loved a couple years ago. Um, that actually went like viral from my pictures, which was pretty fun. That's cool. Um, and it was a uh, pagan witch, um, circus. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Viking. I wedding. think I remember seeing these. Very themed. People dressed up. It was yeah. like I was yeah. on the set of a movie. That's how I felt. Which That's I awesome. Absolutely loved. Oh, I love that. So very that was really cool. Minute. So that can, I think there is definitely a very witchy community. And a lot of times when I do the like Halloween shoots with people, it's like they are like, "Hey, I want to do a Halloween shoot," and I'm like, "Great, I'll show up. I'm not gonna think about what you're gonna wear. You decide, and I'll come and take pictures." Nice. And it's usually witchy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of like a cool thing for sure. Yeah, right. Did you? grow up religious at all or yeah. anything like that? Uh -huh. Are uh -huh. you one of the religious boys like us? Yeah, absolutely. Church, like yeah. uh, Christianity kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And where do you fall on the old spirituality <laughs> realm now? Oh, Kyle going deep. <laughs> oh, you know, he I mean, sense it. The I, <laughs> He's zoomed in for, and then he's taking the kill. <laughs> if I was to talk about uh -huh. witches, uh -huh. you know, 15 years ago, yeah. being heavily in yeah. the church, I would be ostracized that i right. would even yep. entertain the idea right. that those people exist yeah and now i'm like let's all just that, that is know, a embrace what we're into that mm. is a common theme we since we've been interviewing guests that's a common theme we've been we keep hearing mm. is of the leaving the christianity right or organized, organized religion. religion let's say right. that more right. Uh, right. leaving the organized religion but then also finding your spirituality and something else mm. uh i mean last night we you know we we talked to a buddy in you know on the podcast and he was talking about, um, you know, LSD and mushrooms mm -hmm. and and finding your spirituality and and enlightenment and all mm -hmm. that stuff. So that really kind of interests us. So you were you were a yeah. Christian boy? Yeah, yeah. Um, so grew up in the church. My dad was like a elder in our church, which it was a non-denominational. Same, same, same. same. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. I didn't even know that about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and did the whole like youth group, everything. Um growing up and just like super stressed. so i grew up in pretty strict uh household for sure were you allowed to listen to secular music uh no me too no yeah was Same. not i couldn't watch r-rated movies oh yeah no. all that stuff yeah very strict which is fine i don't really feel like i've missed out on too much sure um but yeah, growing up and it was just like you, it's just the, I mean, I'm sure that you've heard the story a million times. It's just like everything's kind of performance based, mm -hmm. yeah. which is like the opposite of what Jesus tells us, mm -hmm. you know, yep. which is love based. Um, so being an adult now, it's, it's like, what are we like just questioning everything that we were taught? Right. Yeah. Um, and and like, was this, is this right? Or was this person who was teaching us just decided Wrong. to tell us yes. this? Yeah. Because yeah. that's what he was supposed to say. And that's what the pastor before him said. And so we're just going on forever like this yep. until we realize maybe this isn't the way that Jesus taught us to live. When did you have this kind of start having these realizations? Like what? Were you younger? Was this more recent? I would say more recent. Uh, I guess I shouldn't say like like not questioning my faith at all, questioning like the reasons why we were taught certain things or the reasons of like like when we were in um like youth group, the the main thing that we were uh taught was all about sex and relationships mm -hmm. and the yeah. whole like you yeah. shouldn't. Um, being 
a relationship you shouldn't date the whole like kiss dating goodbye thing that might be yes yeah oh my gosh yeah and that was like the main message of everything yeah and you're like okay this is the main thing so if i like screw up and like kiss a girl like i'm you're going to hell (laughs) sorry well (laughs) it was more about well i've messed up my relationship with my wife my future wife sure yeah yeah and like that was just preached at us so much that you're like okay but why aren't we talking about Jesus instead? You know, yeah. it was like more about like controlling you yeah. and what you should be doing. Yeah. Yep. And, and what, hundred percent. what I don't want to say awful way to teach like natural h- hormonal people uh-huh. at that age that are experiencing a ton of crazy things. <laughs> right, right. Right. And you're like, if you even look at a girl <laughs> like, and you, you think bad thoughts. You think one bad thought? Oh yeah. boy! Yeah, you've just cheated on your wife, right? Yeah. And it's yeah. like, God, gee, I mean, <laughs> give me a break! <laughs> like, I got a lot of stuff flowing through this dome right, right now, and right. half God. of it would weird you yeah. out. <laughs> I will say though, like, and how old is the the kiddos? Kiddo? Oh, mine. Uh, yeah. She's almost three. Oh, I wow. felt that. And same thing. Well, I have the stepson who's 13, but mm-hmm. but with having almost a three-year-old, it's made me even question more about religion and faith mm-hmm. because now I have to raise this person. If I'm not going to do it in Christianity, what is right. what am I going to tell them why what's they the shouldn't do yeah. stuff or what's wrong, mm-hmm. what's right, what's morals, yeah. what's ethics, and all these things. And it's like very hard because I was raised – you sin, you go to hell, you ask for forgiveness, you go to heaven, follow right. Jesus and do the right thing, and, yeah. and you're good. Uh-huh. And now if I'm deciding to not use those kind of standards, I have to kind of figure out what I'm going to tell them. Right. And that's made me think a lot about, you know, just all that whole world of why, right. what I'm going to say now. Yeah. Like when they get yeah. out, why can't I lie or something? It's right. like, well, it's wrong. Well, why is it wrong? Right. Because Jesus actually—that's <laughs> where I'm going to go. Right. I know it's, it's tricky a, to that's, explain it. That's made uh, me really starting point. Yeah. Really think about yeah, it a lot more as sure. kids. Yeah, uh, but it's just always an interesting thing because um, I do feel like a lot of us grew up in a really heavy, um, like you're saying, a performative church of, yeah. yep. and just these these weird rules that I feel like were just kind of squeaked through and passed down and yeah. down. And no one ever was like, that's really dumb to yeah. be honest, <laughs> right. to like do that. Right. And yeah, some yeah. of it I would argue is not even biblical. Oh, I'm sure. And it's just, I feel like we're a generation maybe that's like asking a lot more questions. Right. Right. I hope, I don't know. Deconstructing is, uh, yeah. is yes. the word that that's, I've, that's, that's a good way to put it, uh, passed around a lot. And a lot of people aren't liking that word. Um, because they feel like you're questioning, questioning God, God which it, in my experience, that's not what I'm questioning. I'm questioning the, I'm not even the questioning the people yeah. who gave me the message, yeah. just the messenger yeah. or the message, not the messenger. Like, okay, obviously maybe they did believe this, but like, what is that message? And is that right? I yeah. don't know if it is. Yeah. And let's dig deeper in it. Exactly. Yeah. I, I Well, I think like, there's a lot of people, uh, even today, that just don't haven't questioned it, and I think right. it's really important right. in like in anything. Well, like, why do I want to be a photographer? Like, you have to know that for yourself, mm-hmm. or why do I believe this? You have to know that for yourself. So I right. feel like in everything, it is really good to deconstruct that yeah. way. Right. And so, like, because if there's something you're doing that you're like, oh, I don't align with this, mm-hmm. or I don't fill myself with joy, mm-hmm. right? Or I'm doing this, but I, you know, should I want to be doing this? It's like, it's, um, it's a process. Right. And sometimes it's a really hard process to do. Um, but sometimes it's a really like, you know, awesome, like outcome from it. Right. So yeah, we find that a lot of like people have been, uh, to use your word, deconstructing. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of an interesting place because I don't feel like a lot of people are talking about it per se. Well, it's kind of like this, this battle of our parents. Mm Mm-hmm are mo- probably mostly still yeah. believers yeah. to a very heavy extent. I don't know about your parent, but like mm-hmm. just in general. And so then when you have your kids kind of 
falling away or, you know, it's like (laughs) there's this awkward wall that like the parents are like, well, we need to bring them back. Uh And then you're like, you guys need to kind of step away. And it's like this. And then it's like this awkwardness where you both just don't talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. At least that's like where I feel like I am. And a lot of people share that, like my parents like don't understand. And so we don't, we don't really talk about it. Right. Right. So, yeah. I don't know how, where that's going to go, but it, it, it is interesting that, and, and how old are you, Josh? I'm 37. 37. Like right in that kind of. The, you look, you look good. Oh, for 37. <laughs> you look good. It's that spooky stuff he's been doing. You know, they've been casting spells on him. <laughs> Youth spells. Sign yeah. me up. Yeah. yeah. But it's just like the 30 year old range, the thirties, uh-huh. probably late twenties. Like I yeah, feel like there's a sure. lot of people that are. Yeah, really going down this road right now. Trying right. to understand on a bigger scale where they fit in. I think to yeah. a point. Oh yeah. yeah, we're all we're all kind of wondering. I that think it's probably time. our parents didn't question anything. Yeah, for and, sure. And just went along with it. And this is what we believe, and that's what we're going to teach our kids that we believe. And they didn't do any questioning of anything. And then they had us. Yeah, yeah. And, and then so they now got we're like, but why? We're like, just want to know why. Why are these things being taught? And it's you get a slap on the wrist. <laughs> right. like, Don't ask that question. Just right. believe it. You have to just believe it. And it's like, well, seems so silly. I have to. Yeah, I think finding out for yourself what you believe is a really, really good part of growing up. Yeah, yeah. I think. absolutely. Well, talking about growing up and stuff like that, like something we we tend to ask a lot of people is like maybe what's some of the best pieces of advice you've ever received? It could be life. It could be work. It could be anything specific. Or maybe if you just receive some really bad advice that you're <laughs> like, I'm ignoring this. <laughs> like that, that, don't don't tell me that. I receive a lot of bad advice at every wedding that I photograph mm-hmm. from I'm sure. people, non-industry people telling me what to do. You, <laughs> ever, th- you ever think about getting this angle, Josh? <laughs> right, right here. It's good. So yeah, wait, yeah. aren't isn't this sun supposed to be on our faces, not like behind us? <laughs> I think you should um uh, yeah, so oh. I'm backlighting <laughs> this whole thing. Oh, I'm an idiot. Yeah, I've, I had no idea. I've messed up. This I've made a terrible first mistake. Wedding. Thank you for this. You need to hand him the camera next time and be <laughs> like, oh, I'm so sorry. I Here. I know. Second shooter, you're fired. She's in. Get yeah. in there, coach. Um, I can't think of, like, honestly, a specific, like, bad advice. Um, The best advice that I have received, mostly about business, is is to stay small actually okay yeah as far oh, as I like, um, that. like when i was first starting my business first going full-time one of my friends dad said just like keep it small don't don't go and get a giant business loan don't like go rent a giant space just like keep it small and see yeah. what happens and i did and i i wouldn't say that i like grew i got more business but i'm not like a huge company there's there's me right and there's my wife who does uh the bookings and the bookkeeping and the money and stuff so there's two of us and then like i hire out photographers to come work with me but i i did try one year to expand a little bit Mm -hmm. and it just doesn't work by expanding you mean like like i tried to so i had some second shooters that work with me that i trained and i was like okay now i want you to go do the weddings i can't because if i'm yeah if i'm already booked then i'm gonna send these potential clients and i'm gonna say i'm booked but my associate is free yeah and you're gonna go do this wedding on your own with somebody else as that well. So and then I'll, tough. and then I'll make a little bit of money on it and you'll actually make more cause yeah. you're the lead photographer. And it worked for a little bit until you have the wrong person doing it. And then it fall like falls apart. And then I end up yeah. having to do their work for them. Yeah. I would imagine like that is one of the reasons I have not grown bigger, like gone to like my buddy. Um, he was like, dude, you should just like, start doing an agency content marketing and yeah. videos and photos and design. And I'm like, I, when I think about that and like handing off a job to someone, I really have to trust them right? because I'm like, not only that's like a really hard thing. And like, I'm kind of mm-hmm. like stoked and interested that you did that. And you, you were like, okay, this isn't for me because I feel like I would be that same way where 
okay, you are under my name. Right. It's my name that right. basically you're representing. <laughs> right. And so like, there's a lot of responsibility for that person, but also there's a lot of like, you know, like, okay, I'm not there. There's a lot of trust. In yeah. That's transaction. Yeah. And it wasn't, and it was like, I, I trusted that they would take good pictures and be like, actually be at the wedding and do a good job at the wedding. Right. And they did. It was just the before and the after problem, like communication with the clients beforehand. Oh, there was that wasn't happening, and then like yeah. the editing afterwards oh, yeah. wasn't happening, and people are like, "Where are my pictures?" Interesting, and, yeah. Um, that's tough. So that that's was tough. the hard part, and I'm sure I could do it if it had to be the right person, but yeah, it's not really worth it. Yeah, I uh, always say me. I want another my me. Like if I <laughs> right. could just find yeah. like two Clone more myself. of me, then right. I'd be like, "All right, we'll get, yeah. we're good." Yeah, so I'm sure it's the same for you. You gotta too. wait till the kiddo gets a little older, right. and then there's your your exactly. second shooter. Built there is in. a little kid camera yeah. that my niece has, and she's <laughs> she's been taking pictures. She actually has an Instagram. It's called like Mabel's Mabel's Shots <laughs> oh or something like that. Or Mabel That's takes hilarious. pictures. That's cute. it's so cute. So it's like this little digital camera. I love that. Yeah. I think the second piece of advice uh, was actually from my photographer friend. Uh, Sarah French. I don't know if you. Know yeah, we met her oh, yeah. actually at some shows. Oh, nice. Cut and caliber. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Back um, in the day. Right. So she's one of my best friends, and she said you need to raise your prices. Okay. Yeah. Smart girl. <laughs> Smart woman. Um. Yeah. So that was um a really good piece of advice, and it's like what we talked about before, like knowing your worth. Like, how I wouldn't pay me that much money to. You know what yeah. I mean? It's but yeah. we have to like it is really tough. figure out like, okay, I'm not charging based on what I would pay. Yeah. Right. I'm charging based on the industry standard and supply and demand. Well, and and you you you're supplying a premium product. Right. right. It's well, like and I, a product that people wouldn't do themselves. Exactly. Essentially. Right. Or or as well. Yeah. Right. You know, that's what you're paying for. I can't pay Kyle to come to my wedding and and, and like you know the pictures that like <laughs> they won't turn out like yours, right? They so, they wouldn't. <laughs> no, they would be edited on VSCO on on iPhone. I would just use the native <laughs> Apple photos. <laughs> Kyle, does he bring a camera? Yeah, no, this, uh, this is iPhone 10, man. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> have you seen the quality with these yeah. things? Uh, so it's a yeah, and it's a it's a lot, and so it's great to see like what you do and like how far you've come, even from like Kyle's wedding, which was like. 10, 13, God, 15 years ago. ago. A while ago. 20 years ago. Something six, like that. Six years ago. Uh, oh, Jeez. six. Shit. Sorry. Uh, no, it's just really cool to see you and like now you've been voted um, Alaska. Is it best wedding photographer or best overall amazing overall person what, slash sexiest photographer, sexiest yeah. photographer yeah. Yeah. in the world? That is such a cool. <laughs> in, the, in the world. In the God. world of Alaska. I miss that. Uh, yes. yeah. No, that is such a really cool thing. I mean, not only is it like one year, but it's multiple years in a row. Yeah. Um, I have to so, assume that helps business. I think so. Yeah. I, I think wonder, do you notice a little kick like when the awards come out kind of thing? <sighs> it's hard to say. Yeah. Yeah. From when it first started. You just let it flow. Like it's, just it's let you know. it flow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But people do like to say bride and grooms, like, we got the best. Yeah. We got the best photographer yeah. here. Yeah. And then when people are like giving me shit, they're like, hey, no, don't. He's the best. He's, he knows yeah. what he's doing. The I'm like, best. oh, that's, that's fucking nice. cool. That's, that's kind of nice. nice. Yeah. <laughs> we said that to everybody at our wedding. Like, shut your fucking face. He's the best. <laughs> let him dance. Grandma, yeah. get back. Stop. Put the phone down. Let Grandma. Dance. I don't know why I have a Southern accent. Yeah. <laughs> Grandma, put your fucking phone down. Grandma. Uh, well, Josh, we've taken up a lot of your time. We know uh, you have to hit the road. And oh, you okay. have a four and a half hour drive after oh, this. Oh, so great. way to we, remind them. We'll be grand. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy that Audible book. I will. Um, I will. We appreciate your time. Thank we you. are big fans of you. We Thank love you. watching what you're doing, uh, what, how you're staying creative and you inspire us to be creative ourselves. Nice. And so much so that like how we met you was through our business. We approached you and we were like, Hey, we'll send you free products for pictures. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think that's how we started uh -huh. this, uh, relationship. Yeah. So it's been really cool to see. And then to go to someone's house and be like, is that a Belstra? <laughs> a Belstra original. That's yeah, what Belstra I said. Original. <laughs> oh that's what God. I said. Is that a Josh's Jollies? <laughs> That's gold. That's gold. <laughs> oh so, anyways, gosh. we we appreciate you. Thank, Thank you, you so much for being on the podcast, and um, we can't wait to see what happens next. 
really quick, where can people find you and uh, follow you? Uh, Joshua Velstra on Instagram, Facebook. And, and that's it. And TikTok. <laughs> Website, Joshua JoshuaVelstra.com. Oh, man, you got that dot com. See, StephenCornfield.com. And Stephen Cornfield of Minnesota will never let that go. Oh. He'll never sell it. Bummer deal. Yeah. Well, I'm the only one of me. Oh, that's such a that nice key. Thing. There's a lot of Stephen Cornfields, apparently. I guess so. Um, so, yeah, thank you, man. We appreciate yeah. you. And Thank uh, you, guys. Wish you it's an honor. But the best. Well, there you have it, people. The interview with Joshua Veldstra. As you can see, we kind of touched on a bunch of different things with photography. Homer, Alaska, which is, as you heard, a beautiful place you need to visit mm. if you come up here. And then we kind of went off a little tangent at the end on horror movies yeah. and talking a little bit of religion, which, uh, you know, is always kind of a weird topic to bring up with people that you don't know super well, but it's kind of fun to hear different people's outlook on that whole thing. Yeah. So it, it's one of those things that we don't always want to touch on, right? We don't always want to touch on religion, but you know, we have to realize that it is a, was a big part of our lives down the road we definitely want to see what other people uh, believe out there and we're not like making any judgments or anything, but we are definitely like interested in all of this stuff. So I love talking to Josh about that and kind of getting his two cents on it. But also I love that he loved Midsommar, dude. I love that movie. Yeah, he threw out, you know, if you go to his Instagram, you'll kind of catch some of the spooky vibes he likes to put out there. Yeah. And so it's kind of fun to see that. Whereas most of the weddings are very kind of, uh, you know, white and cheery and yeah. beautiful pictures. And sometimes you want to see a little darkness in your feed. So. I know. I, I really do love that he can do both and it still fits. Like you're still like, oh, that's Belstra. You know, yep. like like I said on the podcast, like you can tell first off through his vibe and his editing of photos, but also like you can just tell. You just, you feel it. Like, it's not happy all the time. It's not sad or dark all the time. He does a nice, good balance of both. All right, guys. Well, that leaves you with one last thing to do before we wrap up this episode. And that's what we want you to head over to our Instagram, not Josh's first. And it's <laughs> at Go Fix Yourself Podcast. Give us a follow. Check out our page. We're posting a lot more there. We're trying to be a bit more interactive. This is where you can submit guests that you'd like to hear or just yeah. let us know how we're doing overall. And just go over there, click that little follow button, leave yeah. us a review on any podcast you listen to us on. And, and that's all I got for you for homework. And well, yeah, I, I think uh, the Instagram is like a, a good place to build a community. You know, I feel like people can like give their two cents or they can talk whatever about. So like, and like you said, they can probably be like, hey, have, um, you know, this person on, you know, President Biden or um, Barack Obama, you know, like just don't don't even be shy. Just come out with it. Um, but thank you guys for listening again and we'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Kyle and Steven will be back with a new episode next week. In the meantime, check out GoFixYourselfPodcast.com. And remember to always go fix yourself.